There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix Podcast, and Merry Christmas. Yes. That was the vibe all day today. Yeah. We had lists. We had best ofs. We had how to bring appetizers to the party in the right way. We have people with home bars. It had everything. It had uh, a lot of hugs, tears, emotion, <laughs> drunk uncles. They were all there. And even a few ho-ho-hos. Oh. Well, you can't go anywhere without those. That and much more right now <laughs> on the Morning Mix Podcast. Every other city I go, I see the same. <laughs> Well, you want to get festive this year, you need to be making a charcuterie. Th- oh, your charcuterie. Oh, okay. oh, boy. This is a new TikTok trend where you basically create a wreath shaped charcuterie board on your board. So people are taking all sorts of things. Some are using like lettuce and kale to add the green to it. Others are just going like, it doesn't need to be green like a wreath. Just you, maybe you've got some nuts, some berries, some cheeses, some meats, and you kind of create a circle out of all of that. Yeah, we reported on the tree too. There was the, the tree. The, 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 the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A nugget tree. Chick-fil-A nugget tree, yeah. Oh. You know, uh, Where yeah, the yeah. kale was yes. really just the greenery That's to hold the nugs. You got to go yeah. get a styrofoam cone from yeah. Michael's or one of the, sh- the craft shops. And then you use uh, toothpicks and you put them all in there, make it look like a tree. Kale's really just, that's the best use of kale. Well, they say you can do a lot here. Cheeses, you could do grapes, you could do berries, you could do candied nuts. You could add olives or you could add other cheeses. Or if you want, you can also mix in gingerbread cookies. You could add uh, chocolate dipped pretzels. Some of those also have like red, white, and green on them. So keep your eyes out for those. Also a suggestion here is if you're doing a brie, what you could do is take the large circular brie, get a small Christmas tree cookie cutter, and cut the center of the brie out and fill that with jam. Oh, so it like looks like that. a tree in yeah. the middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the charcuterie. We're going to some parties, some friends are hosting, some family is hosting, and we hate showing up empty-handed. Mm-hmm. But then I always struggle. I'm like, what do I bring? What should I bring? What do I bring that's not just a bag of chips and salsa? You know what I mean? How do I upgrade? But I also don't. I don't want to spend 40 hours putting a thing together, right. you yeah. know? Oh, no. The no charcuterie sounds really fun, and there are many people out there that will do this. I just don't want, I don't know, do I want to spend an hour building a thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I'm bringing uh, this week, I just bought it from Aldi. They have cannoli dip. Done. Mm. Okay, okay, so this it's is what we're talking two about. different yes. kinds of, so there's chocolate chip and then there's peppermint. Okay. And then I'm going to put it in two different bowls and then I'm putting different like graham crackers, little things oh, to dip girl. that in. Mm. I mean, stop You want to bring right? that today to like warm it up? <laughs> no. What's the easy hors d'oeuvre appetizer item we can bring to a party? Maybe it's your go-to. Like, oh, it's so easy. I throw this together and I bring it to the party. We've talked about easy recipes to do for dinners and things like that. And yesterday we talked about hosting tips. Now I need your guest tip. I'm a guest at the party. What do I bring? Mm-hmm. What do I bring that makes an impact that's simple? Because I don't, I mean, I can show up with the bucket of Dean's French onion dip right. and a bag of pretzels. And I know it's going to hit because that's good. But I want to upgrade a little bit. You know what I mean? Like an easy cheese ball. Yeah, easy a, cheese. A cheese ball. Those are, come on. Yeah. 
312-233-1019. Call now and let us know what is the easy hors d'oeuvre, easy appetizer, easy drink, easy dessert that we can bring to the parties this holiday season to really make everybody feel special and to do something nice where people are like, wow, you got to bring something because you don't want to show up empty handed. Even when they say, yo, just bring you. Just bring you. Yeah. Like, ah, I still feel weird. I got to bring something. But I want to bring something nice, something fun. Eileen, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. What is the appetizer, the hors d'oeuvre that we should bring? Okay, it's a Pyrex dish. It's very simple. A layer of cream cheese, eight ounce brick of cream cheese with a layer of chili, formal chili, could be turkey chili to make it more healthy, and cheddar cheese on top. Put it in the microwave for six minutes, and you're set with Whoa. nacho chips. Chili dip Whoa. with chips. Yeah. I'm sorry, at the very beginning, you called it something. Did you call it a Pyrex dish? Pyrex. The Pyrex, Pyrex dish. Oh, Pyrex yeah. dish. Oh. I thought a Pyrex dish. So did I. Eileen, I thought you said a Pyrex dish, and that was like a colloquial phrase for like a really easy no, dinner. It's, it's yeah. It's called chili dip, but you put it in a Pyrex Got dish. Got it. No, it's and called. That way you could put it in the microwave. It's Got called it. the Pyrex dish as of this moment. Yeah, we from just now on, yeah. branded it the Pyrex yeah. dish. I can't wait yep. to make me a Pyrex dish. You're yes. going to love it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the tagline. Right there. Set sail. Yes. What? <laughs> Karen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Doing very well. What's the easy hors d'oeuvre, the easy app we can bring to the party to make a big impact? You don't even have to make anything. Just go to Jewel or Aldi and get one of those cocktails from trays with the cocktail sauce. Like oh, that. that's always good. Who doesn't those are like great. that? They're so good. Who Carol. doesn't like that? I yes, love it. Carol. All right, Karen is like right on. Karen. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want this Karen to come after us <laughs> for you calling her Carol. Sorry, sorry. Come sorry. on. She'll get the whole union of Karens after mm-hmm. us. Uh, where are we? <laughs> Nikki, this is Mary Beth. Okay, Hi, Mary you. Beth. Good morning. Okay, we've offended Mary Beth. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ray, how are you? Good. How about you? Good, Ray. This sounds amazing. What is the go-to app hors d'oeuvre? Just grill up a flank steak, cut it in one-inch squares, and then get some sun-dried uh, triscuits and make a little chimichurri and put it on top of the steak on top of the cracker. Okay. Okay. That's like, yeah, because it's like yeah. 10 minutes to mm-hmm. get that steak all. That's nice. All right, so yep. we're doing flank steak and chimichurri on triscuits. Sun-dried. Sun-dried. Yeah. Mary Beth? Yes. Hey, all right. Let's ham it up. What's your go-to app or hors d'oeuvre? The ham roll-ups. It's with onions and cream cheese and then the ham. So simple. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And the ham. And then uh, Nikki recommends a honey-baked ham on that. Mm -hmm. Toothpick or no toothpick? Oh, yeah, toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, I didn't roll this tight enough. Why yeah. is this small enough? That's right. I, I was understand. like, you got to go ahead. Got to dig those up. Yeah. yeah, what can you do? Oh, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Hi. Good morning. How are you, Lisa? Good morning. Lisa, tell me, what is the app in the hors d'oeuvre? What is it? Uh, well, I call it like a boozy cheese dip, <laughs> um, a beer dip. So it's two cream cheese, eight ounce softened, two cups of cheddar, could be sharp, mild, a, ra- a package of the original ranch dressing seasoning mix, and then like a third of a beer, any beer. Whatever you're sipping on at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pour it exactly. In. Okay. Where has this recipe been my whole and life? And then if you've had, if you haven't had enough beer, I'm assuming you don't warm it up. But if you have, so you warm this up in the microwave or something? 
Nope, not even. It's you can make it a, a cheese ball. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a beer cheese yeah, ball. Yeah, you, you chill it. You chill it, and then you make it in form it into a ball. And then I like to serve it with pretzels or the flips, which are yeah, like those are so good. Oh. Sorry, I got ahead so of you. Easy. So easy. It's like Perfect. half a cracker, half a pretzel. You've got all the f- major food groups in there. You got yeah. ranch, you got cheese, and you got beer. And beer. That's, That's right. All you yeah. Need. yeah, it's all in there. It's all in there. I like it. Okay, hang on. Where do we want to go now? Oh, please. We're doing so much food. Mary, oh. good morning. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Mary. I think for you, you just say Christmas, right? <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah. Uh, um, so, what's the go to app or hors d'oeuvre? And you know what? Anytime it's there, believe it or not, it, people are asking for more. A stack of White Castles. Oh, that's very easy to believe. Very I easy to Roll believe. in with a sack of White Castles. Crave case. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Let's keep them going. D-Nice. Oh, sorry. Denise, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. This sounds delicious. What is it? Spinach artichoke bites. You get the phyllo cups that are frozen at the Jewel, 15 in a pack, one teaspoon of spinach artichoke dip, dip from Costco, sprinkle with Parmesan cheese, bake for five minutes. Woo-hoo! Oh, that Done. spinach artichoke dip? Delicious. My wife and I will crush a tub of that dip in like a weekend. Crush. It's so good. Crush. The yeah. Jewel. I loved everything uh, about also, this. Also, Denise, I love that Denise had all of our favorite stores. Yeah. She's like, you got to go to the yeah. Jewel, then you're going to go to Costco. I'm like, let's go. Shopping with Denise. Hey, Kathy. Hey, good morning. You got three words that I love. Cheddar, bacon, and ranch. What is it? How do I make this? Easiest ever. Easiest ever. You take a 16-ounce sour cream, a package of ranch dip or ranch dressing mix, one of the jars of, like, the real bacon pieces. Don't get, like, the bacos. You got to get, like, the real bacon pieces. Okay. Like in the salad, I in yeah, the salad yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, a, an eight ounce package of um, cheddar cheese. Stir that stuff all up. Serve it with pretzels, crackers, whatever. It's phenomenal. Okay, dip. and it takes like two minutes to put together. Yeah, I love all these dips. Yes, this is the way to go. You never go wrong with a dip. Guys, we got more. Oh, I was I was gonna move on, but I can't now because there's two words up here. That hi, Francine. Good morning. Good morning. Love your balls, Francine. What are they? <laughs> you know, I thought you would get dirty with that. <laughs> so that She's that got bad? your number, yeah. She knows it's going on. All the time. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, my daughter loves making Oreo balls. And it's, oh. it's easy. She takes all the, the Oreo cookies, she takes the middles out, crushes the cookies, and mixes cream cheese with the middle and makes it into balls and puts it in the refrigerator to uh, chill. And then she takes it to the party. Oh, that sounds phenomenal. That's all you need. You just need now, a nice... did I pronounce your name <laughs> Delicious. Correctly? You sure did. Francine. Sweaty. What? <laughs> well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. Tell us about them. Well, over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. Popcorn balls, mm. cheese balls, rum balls, you name mm. it. Wow, Pete. I have to say, your balls are so tender. So tender. They're made from a secret sweaty family recipe. Yes. No one can resist my sweaty balls. Uh, right. No. And finally, Kimberly, good morning. Good morning. I don't know what these are. Please Armadillo tell us. Eggs Armadillo are, eggs. They are cream cheese stuffed jalapenos wrapped in bacon and then baked till the bacon is crispy. 
I'm sorry. I just you okay? I just need a minute. <laughs> Are they really from over here. armadillos? Hey, uh, Jim, can you go get my emergency pants? Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I have just lost all control. That yeah, was. I don't that know why they're amazing. called that. I don't know why they're called that, but I hate jalapenos, but I love these. Okay, so how do you make them? <laughs> so you slice them down long ways, pull out all the seeds. And then you fill your cream cheese. I like to use sometimes garden cream cheese. And then you just wrap a whole piece of bacon around it, stick a toothpick in it, and bake it until the bacon is crispy. It's like a. It is delicious. It's like a bacon popper. It is a bacon mm, popper. That sounds delicious. Here we are. It's the holiday season. Everybody's gearing up to host, to have fun, and maybe you want to impress your guests. Well, they say, according to a recent survey, the average American has four things in their house that are there to impress guests. Four things the average person has. Now, Mm -hmm. we don't all have the same four things. It's just that in conversation through this survey, we've revealed that there are at least four things in your house that are just there for you to impress people. For example, hey, look at the new floors. Floors comes in with uh, 46% of people. The flooring mm-hmm. is Otherwise, meant- you'd be you'd have no floor. It'd be dirt. Like that thing in the yeah. old, uh, at, at the carnival in the old days, you stand against the wall and the right. floor drops out. You're spinning around. It's crazy. For other folks, it's unique furniture, <laughs> like ah. a cool piece of furniture. Look at this piece. Yeah, wow. Okay. This, this is couch that a Chippendale? Has, yeah, this, <laughs> this couch has speakers in it. <laughs> what? Unique wall <laughs> art. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we got this on a... We were in Bolivia, yes. uh, the two of us, uh, backpacking. I, I got this at a place called uh, Pier One. Yeah, Pier One, uh, <laughs> when it was That's closing. Important. I don't know if you I know, they imported on, all of that stuff. I got this on extreme clearance. <laughs> yeah. It actually isn't even wall art at all. It was actually just on the wall on accident. Right. Also, people have in their house, to impress their guests, a home bar. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> there we go, right? The old Midwestern home bar. For many folks, it's in the basement. Yeah. For some, it's maybe in the living room. Some in the garage. Sometimes it's the garage. Mm -hmm. Or you've created sort of a she shed or a man cave in the yard. Oh, yeah. And you have a home bar. It is on the list for many Americans that they have a bar in the house. And the reason they have it is to impress their guests. The average person who has a home bar will spend, on average, in a year, $785 stocking it. And getting other accessories, different glasses that are kitschy, garnishes, little like uh, swizzle sticks, all sorts of stuff. So almost 800 bucks a year to Mm. stock and maintain your home bar. Just in cocktail napkins. Yeah. Well, that poll was done by a group that knows it, El Himador. So they know what's (laughs) going on when it comes to it. If you don't have an at-home bar, though, people are experiencing FOMO. I'm like, man, Nikki drove a cool bar at their house. We're missing out. We need one. But Nikki and Joel do have a very cool bar in their basement. And it begs the question, if you have a home bar, do you have a signature cocktail? Mm. I'll go first. I'll go first. Start it all over and repeat the verse. I'll go first. Hey, I'll go first. If you ain't first, you're last. When it comes to having your home bar, Nikki, do you guys have a signature cocktail? Like, if Whip and I came over and I said, oh, I'll have the Nikki. I, well, I don't would, want a Mickey, yeah, for the record. Right, well. Oh, you're going to slip him a Mickey? Spell it out really, really <laughs> yeah. firmly. Hey, Joel, could you slip me a Mickey? Yeah. What? 
<laughs> we don't have those. Okay, good. Um, Not anymore. So we each have our own. We, we each have our own. In the 40s. Own. Oh, my God, you guys. Sorry. Uh, okay, well, what, what, what were we talking about? So you and Joel <laughs> each have your own signature yes. cocktail. Okay. Um, yeah, he's a brown liquor guy. I'm not a brown liquor girl. Yeah. Gotcha. So he his would be a Manhattan. If you if okay. he, he'd be like, would you like a Manhattan? I would offer you a vodka martini, Whoa. not dirty. Uh, like so what's no a dirt. vodka? Is it just vodka in a nice glass? No, it's vodka, a capful of vermouth, a tiny scotch, two drops of olive juice. That's it. And then wow. shake it up, garnish it with the Gibson uh, onion and an olive. What's and a then Gibson onion? The little cocktail onions, you know? The, like, but is there anything special to it? Or is it just raw onion? It, it's it's a pickled kind of onion. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It plays the guitar. <laughs> it gives an onion. Oh this is it in the background. God. Yes, exactly. I don't even know if that's really the name. They have it at Gibson's here, so that's yeah. what we call it. Okay. And then uh, the Manhattan, he makes that. It's, you know, got the the liquor and I think yeah. some I'm sorry, vermouth. Nikki. Whip, did she say liquor? <laughs> Hardly knew her. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you're going to offer a vodka martini. I need, um, a Bloody Mary and, right now. And you need a Bloody Mary currently. I would put that also on the. If it's morning time at the yeah. bar, then that's my specialty is a Bloody Mary. And what's in the Joel Manhattan? I don't know. He makes it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who gives it as, Chris? Yeah. Right. We right. have our roles, Chris. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, home bar owners, unite. You have a home bar at your house. We need to know the signature cocktail. If we come over for a holiday party at your house, what is the signature cocktail at your home bar? 312-233-1019. We're decking the halls, and we're drinking Mickey's at Nicky's. Oh I'll go first. I'll go first. Start it all over and repeat the verse. I'll go first. Come on. Hey, I'll go first. If you ain't first, you're last. Many Americans have... Four different things in their home that are there to impress guests. Those include your fancy flooring, you got big windows, cool furniture, unique wall art, and an at-home bar. You got a bar in the house. They say nearly 40% of respondents go, yeah, no, no, one of the four things for us is the bar. We got a bar. And if you have a bar, you probably have, or you should have, a signature cocktail, a house cocktail. In Nikki's house, uh, for your husband, it's a... Manhattan. Okay. And for you? Uh, Martini. Okay. According to America's favorite classic drinks, the top five are a rum and Coke, a Long Island iced tea, a Bloody Mary, a daiquiri, and then a margarita in a number Mm. one. What is the signature cocktail at your home bar? Good morning, Elaine. How are you? I'm good. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to you. You guys have a home bar. Does your home bar have a name or is it just like a bar? (laughs) It's actually a bar in my sister's basement. Okay, great. Your sister has a whole bar in the basement. And what is... Oh, my God. It's a beautiful bar. Oh, is it? Okay, great. What's the signature cocktail there at the bar? It's the Scanlon Secret Christmas Punch. Can you share the secret Scanlon recipe with us? Please. I can. Okay, good. But I won't. (laughs) (laughs) I will. But I'd have to kill you. (laughs) Elaine, we will risk, we're going to risk life here. What is the secret Scanlon holiday punch recipe? It's ginger ale, fruit punch, lime sherbet, and the secret is raspberry vodka. Okay, I'm literally writing all of these down there. And you make it in, you guys make it in a big punch bowl and you serve it with the ladle? Um, my sister makes it in a big pitcher, and she walks around asking everyone, cocktail, cocktail, cocktail. Wow. 
And she has special holiday glasses for it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so we've got the Scanlon's Secret Holiday Punch, ginger ale, a fruit punch, uh, some sherbet, and then you've got the raspberry vodka. Lime sherbet. Lime raspberry. sherbet. Okay, yep. All right, now we're going to go to Brian with a Y because he's got to. Hey, Brian, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing today? We're doing great, man. You guys have a bar in the house? I sure do. I, I built it myself uh, just before our baby was born, actually. Oh, good use uh, of time right there before yes. the baby comes in. Hey, what about the crib? I got to finish the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it was priorities. priorities of course, were, of course. Were there. <laughs> so what is the signature cocktail at your home bar, Brian? Yeah, so uh, my signature cocktail at my house, I make it every, almost almost every night, uh, is a New York sour. Okay, and what's in a New York sour? So, I mean, if you know what a whiskey sour is, it's basically that, just with a um, with a red wine float on top. Oh. Um, and yeah. then you yell at it. But, That's what makes it New York. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Exactly. You're trash. You're nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. Enjoy the New York sour, guys. Okay. okay. So it's a whiskey sour, and then you put a little float of red wine on the top. All right. Hang on one second. Hey, Brian, and, one question. And then the, yes, of course. Does the red wine matter? Is it like Merlot or Cab Sauv? Does it matter what red wine you go with? Uh, I prefer drier red wines. I'll usually use like a cab or something. Sometimes okay. a Pinot is nice too, but I prefer the drier red wines to go on top of it. All right. And Not then bad. you've opened the wine, so then after that cocktail, you're yeah, like, you well, go, I got some bottle of wine. This is bottle, mm-hmm. babe. Yeah. What are we going to do? What do you mean the baby's coming? <laughs> Hi, Debbie. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. You guys have a home bar? Yeah, we have a small one, but we do. Hey, it's not the size of the bar. It's the the, <laughs> the liquor in the cabinet. I don't know. I'm sorry. We'll work on that one, Debbie. So, Debbie, right. what is your house cocktail? Well, right now is really a good time, and it could also be done around St. Patrick's Day. We like to make the grasshopper. Okay, oh, a grasshopper. Yeah. And how do you guys make your grasshopper? So we use one ounce of cream de mint, one ounce of cream de cacao, one in, 1.5 ounces of heavy cream. We put that in a, a tin. We shake it with some ice, double strain it, chi- serve it in a chilled glass, and garnish it with grated chocolate. Wow. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I love, But I love this because some of them yeah. actually have ice cream, but right. she's not doing the ice cream. She's doing the 1.5 heavy cream. Yeah. Okay. Cream de cacao. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Nikki is writing these all down, by <laughs> yeah, the way. That's true. It's <laughs> pretty great. Hey, Joe, how are you this morning? Good, yourself? We're doing well. What uh, You guys have a home bar? Yes, I do. Okay. And what's the signature the red, cocktail? The Red Dragon. The Red Dragon, you, you call it? Uh-oh. Yeah, the Red Dragon, yep. Okay. And what's the signature cocktail at the Red Dragon? It's uh, uh, it's real simple. It's uh, lemonade with uh, vanilla vodka. It's outstanding. Lemonade? Real okay. simple. And then vanilla vodka. And are you making the lemonade or are you buying, like, bottled lemonade? Well, I, I, I do make uh, uh, the Weilers, but uh, simply uh, lemonade is outstanding, too. Okay. Okay. So why is, this, why is this called the Red Dragon? If... Well, it's, it's got, uh, uh, it's a, it's a, the bar is red, oh. and it's got dr- dragon feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's named oh, after your cool. bar, uh, not the necessarily bar the dragon. I, like... I dragged it into the house. <laughs> Who cares? I was like, Have another this, lemonade. this drink is like a yellow. What is the red dragon? Okay, got it. All right, got so it. Joe's got the red dragon. <laughs> I love it. I like that. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm well, thank you. Now, I'm guessing this bar is in Crystal Lake. Do I have that right? 
You don't. It's where I worked a long time ago, and our program director made it. And since our program was housed in Crystal Lake, we just called it the Crystal Lake Slushy. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and what's in it? So it's very bizarre. You boil a lot of water with sugar in it. You boil green tea with more sugar in it. You cool that down, add some orange juice to it, and then you put in whatever booze mood you're in. So in the summer, we might throw some vodka in it. In the winter, we might throw some bourbon in it. And then you have to stick it in the freezer for days because with the amount of alcohol you throw in it, it takes forever to get at least to a slushy consistency. Wow. And then you scoop it, like with ice cream scoop, into a cup and pour like a Sprite or 7-Up over it. And there is not one person that drinks it that doesn't turn into a slush. Yeah, there you go. Watch out. Wow, that was a journey. That's a journey. Oh, my gosh. Have extra beds at the ready at the house. And finally, hey, uh, Kasha, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing really well. How are you? Good. Good, thanks. You have a home bar? Yes, yes, I do. Does it have a name? And uh, the bar is... uh, the meeting ground. The meeting ground. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I like the yes. meeting ground in Darien. Okay, and what's the signature cocktail at the meeting ground? Chocolate martini. Mm. Yes. Okay. Okay. How do you do that? So the yeah, it's good. So the key in it is um, you have to get the uh, the the good chocolate um, liqueur to it, and so it's not the Godiva, but it's made by Chopin, and that's called Dorda. That's the one you have to get, and that's what—that's the, the the trick in it and getting it to be like kind of like a thicker consistency. Okay. Okay. Now I gotta look for this. Now, do you put a Hershey Kiss on the bottom of the glass? No, no. All it is, all it is was I was uh, I was on my way home from work. You know, it was one of those bad days, and I just had a taste for a chocolate martini, and then. Benny's happened to be on the way home, and it was like <laughs> one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these, and all it is is just a dark chocolate, quote unquote, dark chocolate. Um, one uh, one shot of dark chocolate, one shot of like a cream chocolate liqueur, and then uh, one shot of the uh, cream de cacao, and then one shot of vodka, and you're you're golden. Wow! Do you do a little chocolate drizzle on the on the rim at all? <laughs> You can, but okay. actually, chocolate shavings are the best right on top. Oh my gosh! About these chocolate shavings. Okay, mm. so give us give this us your address great. after. Yeah, we're gonna the, pop out. We're gonna, to we're gonna put you on hold. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> we're go. Gonna, well, we're gonna stop we're gonna by. Be there now. We'll just put on another Taylor Swift song. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for these. Oh, we got one more. Hang on a second. Sorry. Hey, Dave. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're great, Dave. You guys have a home bar. I do. It's garage bar. All my guys show up all summer long. Come on. And uh, we drink out in the garage. That's nice. So what are you guys drinking in the garage? So we have uh, what I call a Kansas City Old Fashioned. Um, found at a place called the Elms in Missouri. It's basically a J-Rigger Kansas City whiskey, uh, a Cafe Amaro that they make, orange bitters, <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, simple syrup. Okay, nice. Solid. I thought maybe it would have some barbecue sauce in it at the end no. for the Kansas mm-hmm. City part. I like that. You can add that. Yeah. You can add that <laughs> no, if you no, want. There is yep. barbecue. Yep. That's a separate thing. That's its own thing. <laughs> yeah. It's its own thing. 
Well, there we have it. A lot yeah. of signature cocktails. You guys might need to upgrade your martini in your Manhattan. I know. And if you want to text us a picture of your home bar, maybe yeah. we could, because I've got a couple here we could post if Oh, that'd well. be fun, yeah. Okay. If you have a home bar and it's like the Red Dragon. Right. Or the mm-hmm. Meeting Grounds. Or, you know, the, my basement. Uh, just text it to us and maybe we'll put together a nice collection of all the home bars that people right. will be celebrating in this holiday season. Here's the home bar as opposed to the baby crib that I built. Yeah, exactly. Like all yeah. of the, all the, of the baby things. is sleeping in the ice <laughs> yeah. chest. Yeah, he's fine. Right. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. <laughs> This holiday season, you may find yourself building toys. You may find yourself building a Fisher-Price Playhouse or building a Fisher-Price Slide or building a Dollhouse or Barbie's Dreamhouse or Legos. You find yourself putting together a train set. You're putting together a go-kart track. I don't know. Hot Wheels track. Hot Wheels track. There's one. Those are nice. Those moments can become very frustrating for adults. You're trying to help the kids. You're trying to build the dream toy that they really wanted. And boy, if frustration doesn't set in. There's a recent SNL sketch with Matt Damon where he's trying to build the kids' plastic playhouse in the basement, and he just, (laughs) it all falls down, and he he starts to just beat, he just beats it. (laughs) Have you had this experience where you just said, I don't, I'm done, I'm done. Or maybe it took you like nine hours. You're like, it took me nine hours to build this thing. Mm -hmm. You were trying to put it together after Santa had dropped it off. And you said, okay, Santa, deal. I'll put it together. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to build the thing. And boy, if it wasn't frustrating. Whip is nodding in epic agreement here. Well, I'm remembering uh, a field goal post that Santa brought one time for the yard. And uh, that thing was interesting. It doesn't look that tough, and it really shouldn't be that tough. And yet it never stayed perfectly straight like it does on the NFL field. And you're like, you know, maybe Santa should have left me some instructions on how to make it perfect. Yeah, you know that would have been helpful. Yeah. Do you need to, Did you need to dig a hole? No, it was, it was more portable than that. Oh, okay. But at the same time, even the parts that should have stayed straight. Right. I mean, they did sometimes, but not all the time. 312-233-1019. You were building the thing, and you said... I give up. I don't care. Damn it, Donna. Why? Why? In this scenario, the guy was married to a woman named Donna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Donna was like, Clint, would you go build the thing? And Clint was like, "Ah, I'm 15 buds in, Donna. What the hell? Nice. You know what I mean? It's like 1968-ish. Clint and Donna. It's a very interesting picture. Yeah, the kids' toys at that point, it was still hammer and nail. You know what I mean? They weren't weren't snapping together. I told you we should have gotten them lawn darts. This holiday season, you want to make it special for your kids. Maybe you're out purchasing them that gift that they really, really wanted. Mm -hmm. You're communicating with Santa. They went to see Santa. Santa knows what they want. This could be a Lego. This could be the Hot Wheels track. It could be the... The Fisher Price Playhouse thing. The Playhouse from IKEA. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Hey, hey hun. Okay, I ordered the Playhouse that they wanted, but I found it forty percent off on this website. Yeah. Called now, Wish. The yeah. website. I couldn't really understand a lot of the language on it. It was like, uh, but anyway, here's the instructions. Mm-hmm. I think they're missing a few pages. Okay. Good night. <laughs> and it's only in German. <laughs> hey, John. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing well, John. You were trying to build something for your grandson? Yeah, he's six. Uh, well, he's five and a half. And uh, I saw this. He loves dinosaurs. And I saw this little wooden dinosaur 3D puzzle. You know, where it actually, it's you put together, it's a dinosaur. Yeah, I love those. it. I've had those. Yep. Yeah, it's made out of balsa wood. And it comes on a, uh, you know, little board. And you have to first punch out all the... 
pieces without breaking the pieces, which is difficult at, at first. <clears throat> and then you have to, it has little slots and you have to put everything together. Right. The, but the instructions, the one side is the picture, finished picture, and the other side is like all these numbers and all the pieces. <laughs> You know, I can hear you getting like. mildly frustrated. Yeah. All these oh my pieces. God. Yeah. Oh my God. I spent like three hours, <laughs> and then if you touch the thing, you know, it fell apart. And my yeah. wife is like, throw it away. And I'm like, no, I'm going to glue it. And, you know. Yeah, we're going to shellac uh, this thing. He's going to have it forever. Exactly. You know, it ended up in the trash. So <laughs> never, oh. <laughs> hey, Grandpa, can we keep this forever? No! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, hon, come look at what we did. You did it. Congratulations! Hi, Rich. How are you this morning? Okay, that last guy, I've done that puzzle. I agree. But the <laughs> other worst one. <laughs> these, guys are, these guys are heading to a diner together they to are. have coffee. Like, yeah, yeah, no, Rich that was job. terrible. Well, the thing is, my brother-in-law doesn't have a voice, so I do. So he buys me these toys that take me forever to put together. But he got me this the Millennium Falcon for the boys, and it comes with, like, 400 mini little stickers for the inside of the dash. And I'm there with tweezers and pins trying to put them in place. Oh, it's the worst. For days. For days. <laughs> for days. And you start to feel crazy. You start to feel no, like. My brother, oh, no. My brother-in-law comes over and he's just laughing because he knows I will complete it, but I will cuss him out every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he walks in. You're like, I love you. I know. <laughs> what? Yeah, the stickers on the Legos, man, no matter what. Yeah. It's always tough. You get, like, the race car, and you go to build it, and then, yeah, the dash, and they're two, and then the, they don't, you don't get them on just straight, and then I'm annoyed no. by that forever, but I don't want, I can't peel it back off. The tweezers is a great idea. Yeah. Because some of them are modeler. literally so tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad is a big airplane modeler, so he has that thing, uh, it looks like a cartoon, like you go into his little office, and he's got the... On the desk is a clamp that's got like three magnifying glasses on it. It's like shink, shink, shink. So when he goes to put the stickers on, he would bust those out with the with the tweezers and layer them on. But yeah, three, four nights in a row, you're putting stickers on a falcon. Crazy. Yeah. Well, good luck out there, everybody. We believe in you. A lot of people are texting us Ikea. Ikea anything. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Ikea is the devil. And you're like, I'm a grown person. I, I've, I've, tip, I've raised a human being and I kept it alive. I can do this. You're what the French call les incompetents. What? That's what you might say right now when we tell you what your zodiac sign says about your holiday. Let's get ourselves kicked off. We are with Carrie. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. Carrie, you don't live in Carrie, do you? What's that? You don't live in Carrie, do you? Oh, yeah, I remember her. She's my cousin. <laughs> what do you think of that? Absolutely. <laughs> Wow. Good response. <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah. I don't even know. A long time ago. Watch out. Put she that in your pipe and smoke it. Second. <laughs> she turned out all right. I, I live in that house. I built a new one. Oh, Watch out. Watch out. Don't talk about my mother. Now, Carrie, what is your sign? Aries, the ram. All right, let's go, Aries. All right, Aries, here's the deal. I got bad news, Carrie. According to your zodiac sign, Get ready to struggle a little bit if you're traveling this Christmas weekend, because according to the Zodiacs, you may have trouble getting where you need to be. So allow plenty of time for delays and all annoying hiccups. But once you get to that destination, you can breathe a sigh of release and just let loose because Aries will take center stage at Christmas gatherings and may even need to apologize for being too boisterous. 
Oh, really? They love people agree agree on that. <laughs> Sounds like it. I Carrie. think this checks out. Definitely. Carry the Aries. Ramming right, through. Ramming. Let's go. Okay, hang on a second. Let's go over here to Gus. Gus, Gus, happy birthday. How you doing, Gus? Okay. All right. Hey, Gus, what's your sign? Taurus. A Taurus. All right. Gus is a Taurus. Here we go, Taurus. Here's the deal. We're going to see how much better you feel after we tell you what's going to happen. Taurus, you've got all the good vibes heading into the weekend as the moon starts in Taurus. They should expect excellent communication with the people who love them. Get ready for nice chats over dinner instead of those stressful holiday arguments that you're used to. You might also feel supported enough to get something off your chest, which is going to come as a huge relief. Taurus, there you have it. Oh, boy. Capricorn. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Sarah, you're a Capricorn? I sure am. All right. Well, here's what's going to happen for you this holiday season as a Capricorn. Get ready to have an actual literal blast this weekend, okay? Coming your way, Sarah. Get ready to party it up. It's going to feel like everything's being done for you. You're not going to have to worry about a thing. And as a serious earth sign who is usually the one in control, this weekend will feel like a breath of fresh air, Sarah. All right. I'll take it. Do you usually feel like you're the one in control? Um, yes, but around the holidays, I have a lot of family help, so it's always great. Well, there we go. Okay, so we'll hope for that one. Mm -hmm. That's key. All right, here we go. Hey, Bree, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing very well, Bree. Bree, what is your sign? I'm a Gemini. Gemini, my favorite of the American gladiators. Gemini. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go, Bree. You're going to be on... Okay. Well, let me ask you this really quick. Are you hosting this weekend? Oh, no. No hosting here. Well, this will be weird because you're going to be in full-on host mode this weekend. Oh, wow. And you're going to love every minute of it. You're going to keep the conversation going, keep those events rolling. You're going to think of yourself as a cruise director this holiday. So it will feel so natural for you to be serving up snacks and welcoming people into your home, especially when you're playing host for the first time. Just make sure you remember to slow down, savor that moment, and appreciate all that you've created. Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be thinking it. So yeah, while other, someone time. else is doing it, you'll be yeah. like, well, I would have yep. done a different drink. I right. That's not what I would have done. That's not what I would have done. Is this rare? <laughs> Hi, Linda. Good morning. Good Lin- morning. Hey, Linda. What's your sign? Leo. You're a Leo. Okay, here we go. DiCaprio's. Here's the deal. There could be a few bristly moments with your friends and family this Christmas weekend, especially if you get carried away at the party, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) And don't forget to help out. To be a good sport, take a moment to slow down. Ask what needs to be done. Could you wash some dishes? Could you put some leftovers in the fridge? Could you take the dogs for a walk to get them out of the house? Also plan ahead because starting today, you need to do that. You don't want to be frantically baking cookies or wrapping gifts until 4 a.m. on Christmas Eve. Does that sound like you, Linda? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, we nailed it. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Need those little escapes. My wife just texted me, do me, do me, do me. And I said, I'm not even there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you. Sounds private. All right, so uh, I know we have two kids, but she is a Virgo, believe it or not. Uh, so oh this Christmas, Virgos. 
Like, what is happening? <laughs> All right, Virgos, you can expect to run into people you haven't seen in a while, and it may happen at the store or in your hometown coffee shop, and you might even see a few long-lost relatives. Well, it's a lot to handle. You're going to take it all in stride. A Virgo doesn't worry, and they don't fret. They are very relaxed. They're calm when gathering everything together. And on Christmas Eve, they're going to have such a lovely time. They're going to feel easygoing, stress-free, and their energy will be fun. It's Amy. You are two-year-old ripping something off the table and shattering <laughs> yes. it on the ground. Like, no! But it's all before that. It's fine. Exactly right. Okay, so who didn't we get to? We did, uh, let's see, we did Aries, right? Yeah. We did Taurus. We did Gemini. We didn't do Cancer. This Christmas weekend, Cancers, you're going to feel a bit of a challenge. You might feel overwhelmed as you prepare for all the holiday parties you got to attend, like that potluck at your friend's house or the thing at their apartment or that potentially awkward office party. So be ready to plan ahead. This year may not necessarily be a Christmas at home. So embrace the idea of spending it at someone else's place. Mm. All right, we did Leos. We got uh, the Virgos. Libra. All right, guys, Libras, you're going to be shining. You're going to be bright. And you're going to be magnetic. Yes. If they have a Saturday night Christmas party, they're going to be the belle of the ball, Nikki. <laughs> so put on all the sparkly makeup in your collection and go live it up. Come Sunday. Brace yourself for some speed bumps. Uh, you might feel the flurry <laughs> and the bustle of the season, and you find yourself caught up in a whirlwind of to-do tasks at home on the very last minute. But you might be getting some very lovely gifts this year, and please accept them graciously. Okay. All right, Scorpios. Now, I'm a cusp, and as of this publication, I'm a Sagittarius, but Scorpios. This season, you're Scorpio, you're going to shine. You're going to be given great gifts and receiving just as much love in return. You're going to have a blast planning experiences and picking out the perfect present for your loved ones. All right. Be proud of your gift-giving ability, Scorpios. Sagittarius, you're a fire sign. Okay, this is mine. Uh, you love to be the life of the party, but throughout the Christmas weekend, you might find yourself bogged down with the mindless tasks and cleaning that ends up sucking the joy out of you. It's going to be something like that last-minute clean where you're throwing everything into a closet and stuffing everything under the bed and into a drawer. This is exactly what I do. You're going to have some issues prepping, and it might feel overwhelming, but blame it on Retrograde. Retrograde? Retrograde. Retrograde. Yep, yep. Yep. Capricorns, we did you. Aquarius, it's your age. You may want to stay home, Aquarius. So you're going to drag your feet a little bit when it comes to leaving the house. But hey, once you get to where you're going, you're going to be happy and glad because everybody there is going to be excited to see you. It's going to be good to get out and good to spend time with family and friends. And remember, people care about you, Aquarius. And finally, Pisces. You're full of big ideas, full of them. So instead of sticking with tradition, you're going to suggest that your family and your friends do something new, like let's go ice skating or rent a cabin in the woods. You're also going to be on your A game when it comes to being the guest at a party. You're going to bring good gifts, choose fun topics of conversation, converse well, and help clean up before you leave. Mm -hmm. And Whip, we got you in there because you're, uh, where are you, a Virgo? Virgo also, yeah, so, yes. we got so you. I'm going to be uh, living it up at the parties or whatever mm -hmm. I think that said. So there you go. Signs, the Zodiac says you're going to have a great holiday season. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Mix podcast. You can hear our Morning Mix podcast every day after the show. Be sure to click follow, and you can also rate and review the podcast. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Hear us weekdays from 530 to 10 on 101.9 The Mix live in Chicago, or listen on our free Mix app. It's available in the Apple App Store and Google Play.